Welcome to Barely Offensive. I'm your host, John Hoffman, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Gianna Crace. As always, well, unless I die or something, and then you're going to have to go back and and edit these. Change all of these, as always, until his untimely death. With me, as always, as sometimes, is my (laughs) (laughs) co-host. So, like, a very poor overdubbing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to cut out all of my bits. You have to re-record them all, make it, you have to bring in a new, new person, and... It's just got depressed. Let's hope, yeah, let's hope we don't come to that because it's already taken us this long to try to figure this out and we're still not that funny. Yeah. So today we want to start the show out with uh, another uh, ad from our sponsors, Cartelco. Uh, they've been a very generous sponsor and uh, thank you once again, Cartelco, for always being there for us for those copious amounts of cash you deliver in nondescript envelopes every week. We appreciate it. That's right. So Cartelco has started a new nonprofit. It's called Crossing Borders. It's a quote unquote exchange student program that places at risk youth from Tijuana and Juarez in suburban American homes. This week, Crossing Borders is looking to find a new home for Juan Carlos Sanchez. He is a 36 year old um, student with a colorful past and experience in imports and exports. His hobbies include locksmithing firearms, and he has a large personal collection of car stereos and other consumer electronics. Crossing borders. Wow, that sounds like a a great program. Something where we're reaching into uh, some of these less fortunate areas and bringing them into our community. It's a wonderful thing. It really is. Awesome. Well, that's great. Thank you once again, Cartelco, for your support. Okay, so for this segment today of Stand Up Sitting Down, which is where we discuss jokes while seated, we – and just a little teaser. We have plans in the future to bring in some guests, work with some – maybe some other people who are trying to stand up locally. And, and possibly even try doing these while standing up just to mix things yeah, up Yeah, that's true. Or laying on our faces or on our backs – Stand or doing a handstand. Down. It would be interesting to do uh, a little bit of a study to see, are jokes funnier when you're standing on your head? Probably, actually. I think it you would could be. probably tell really stupid jokes, but if you were physically just in the right position, well, for example, if you were crippled or handicapped, it automatically makes your jokes <laughs> a lot funnier because you're just hilarious to watch. I actually, th- that's a funny point because it sounds like you're just bashing uh Handicap people, but at one of no, the I would shows never that hit you a were at, person. <laughs> verbal abuse. At one of the shows that you did, there was actually a guy with that's I think right. It was multi- were you at that multiple show? Multiple sclerosis, right? Uh, it's well, sclerosis might be the wrong word. <laughs> yes. Sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis. Yes. And um, he was hilarious. Right? He His was, name was Ryan. Ryan. He was yeah. probably one of the funniest uh, amateur comedians I've ever seen. And it was just very self-deprecating about his condition. Totally. He and, was he was so funny. And it was great because I think that's one thing that helps bring people together when you're able to make light of situations that other people uh, take so seriously that it breaks down the barriers so we can actually learn more about each other and about people of different race, people of different conditions, people that are different from our normal box that we stand in. Yeah. And it is so funny when someone's someone... able to do that who is normally considered a victim or someone who's normally considered to be maybe marginalized or ostracized or just in general treated differently. It's really amazing and funny and refreshing when they can take the lens that they sort of see other people using to look at them 
and flip it and say, I know how you're looking at me. And I, I also think it's funny. I see the humor in it. And just so you know, those things are, they're not even that real. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I do this because I'm handicapped. It's not even true. You can tell it's not true. And that exactly. makes it, it makes it extra funny. Yeah. Um, so I, f- I forget how we got off on this track. Except, <laughs> oh, we were laughing at handicapped people, that's, which actually, okay. and it was <laughs> very funny. Actually, I did. I do have some good jokes on that. I don't have them in this set that I'm doing this week, but I, I have a little bit about that, and it's basically um, that I did some jokes at a fundraiser for for polio, uh, and I I came out, and the first thing I said was "brace yourselves." <laughs> yeah, the whole act kind of oh, went limp. Funny. But I. Uh, <laughs> I use comedy as a crutch, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so this Sunday at the illustrious Woody's Press Box and Bowling Alley. Home of the all-you-can-eat spaghetti. All you can eat spaghetti. And two-for-one steaks. Yeah. You know, we should Isn't get them on as a sponsor because we are oh, plugging we them. We plug them every single week. We Maybe do. I'll talk to, I assume it's Woody, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It is Woody's. Um, isn't it funny how kids mispronounce the word spaghetti. Yeah. Instead of saying spaghetti, they say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> um, okay, back to the actual jokes here. All right. So I am doing probably seven minutes, maybe, maybe eight minutes, okay. maybe less. I mean, sometimes. Depends on when they boo you off stage, right? That's a good point. <laughs> sometimes I can dodge the fruit and withstand the booze. And then my self-esteem just collapses in on itself at about four minutes. What changes sometimes is – so I am fifth, I think, in the lineup this time. They're um, the organizer, Brian, and I thought Brian might actually be someone fun to bring in as a guest. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, he's been doing it for a, a long time as far as I can tell. Um, he's, he's super old. So <laughs> uh, there are usually ten people. He tries to get ten people in the lineup. Now, typically, I guess I've done it – I think this is my fifth time – and one person usually doesn't show up or they drop out or something or yeah. I don't know, they go in the bathroom, throw up and drive home. So he, he's not too strict. If someone's really doing well, he just lets them kind of roll for a little bit. So anyway, okay. this is a huge caveat to my original point, which was – I'll just have to cut all this out. <laughs> just edit this all out. So I'm going to do a set that's going to be constructed of a lot of one-liners. In fact, 15 one-liners and then a couple of longer jokes. I don't know if they're necessarily long. But they're not as long as this explanation, so that means they'll be good. <laughs> okay. So you want me to run run through some of the yeah. one-liners? Yeah, give me a couple okay. of them. Tell me if you think this is stupid. This is how I was thinking of opening it up. Okay. I was going to grow up and say, you know, it's great. It's nice to be here. It's Sunday night. It's usually whatever. I usually say some nonsense that I'm not even thinking about. But I was going to say something like, uh, you might have seen me before. Um Earlier, I was standing over there, and uh, I was also <laughs> sitting at that table for a little bit. So, I don't know if that's funny, but I think it is. I think it's just by like some of you may be familiar with me, right? Some of you may um, have seen you may me have before. even seen me before, uh, like possibly while I was standing in the corner crying, <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's good. or maybe sitting at the table <laughs> drinking my sorrows. Yeah, yeah. So you might be familiar <laughs> with my work. Then I have fifteen one-liners. So I think some of them I've done before, so I won't do those. But I'll give you the new ones. Okay. This is a new one. Um, I recently saw a homeless couple, you know, it's a romantic couple. They were huddled together uh, around a trash can fire burning little pieces of wood. So I, I guess in a way they met through Tinder. <laughs> Clever. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of one of those like pun things. And if these just start bombing and people hate them, I'll just jump into something else. 
but I, I want to kind of stick through it the whole set. It's there's, there is something it. that's funny to a certain point about just really bad puns. Like totally, they can be yeah. when they're so bad that they're funny. Yeah, it's especially like some dad jokes. They're yeah. funny oh, because yeah. it's a dad joke. I I think the biggest thing about it is just how do you deliver it? The best it's, dad jokes are when their dad is actually a joke. <laughs> I was going to say something like, uh, it's hard to make, you know, when you come from a reasonably normal family, it's hard to bring that tortured comedian self and be like, yeah, my dad and I are currently, you know, hold the record for the longest game of hide and seek ever or something like that, <laughs> you know, like it started when I was seven. Like, it's, I don't come from that background, fortunately, I, you know, so I, don't, I can't make jokes like that because it doesn't fit my family experience. I don't know. You seem to be strangely quiet <laughs> no it's funny as hell man <laughs> go out there go out there and, and open with that one <laughs> so moving on okay you'll like this one okay. it's offensive and it's a pun okay perfect and it involves hitler so <laughs> <laughs> it's like you like this you look like you're a racist at least a <laughs> yeah. little bit so you're so, you're white you'll like hitler so jokes. You'll, you'll appreciate this <laughs> so hitler was actually very healthy um, a lot of people don't know this. He had a very strict diet. In fact, for five years before he died, he was on a very strict juice cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never heard that before. I know there are probably seven, probably six million Jew puns, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it gets think... <laughs> worse. <laughs> oh, but. That is, I thought that was funny. I think it's very funny. It's one of those like cringe worthy, but yeah, it'll get some O's. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to think of comebacks. So if someone's like, "That's," I don't think anyone would say that's not funny. But if someone, so say there's someone who, with every joke, they go, "Oh, oh." yeah." That person that's like purposely trying to disrupt the podcast. Yeah, it's. They had a couple not of, the podcast. This, <laughs> who's disrupting? Our yeah, that's disrupt the show. Yeah, and they're not saying anything that you can riff on and make fun of. You know, they're just kind of they're just saying they're expressing either their sadness or their you know their their offense or whatever. They're yeah, expressing it their snowflakeness. So. Yeah, they're just not they're not woke. They're not woke enough. Yes, they need an awakening. They need an awakening. So, all right. Um, that's my Hitler joke. Uh, I got one here. <laughs> you always got to have a good Hitler joke. You got to have bag. at least one. Uh, I This one's just, I don't know, it's silly probably. But I dated a girl once. I found out later that she was a cannibal. Uh, so she just liked me for my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I like that one. Thanks. Um, I, I think this is kind of funny. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure it will be relatable to some of the people at this particular venue. I like the idea, like, why do cops ask if they know, if I know why they pulled me over? That's the first thing they ask. Do you know why I pulled you over? It's like, because uh, I was speeding. I'm not just going to start guessing because uh, my seatbelt was off. I, I was texting. I'm pretty buzzed right now. Just, I don't know, just pick one. <laughs> I don't know what they expect me to do. I'm not, you know, not gonna, it's not going to be jeopardy of crimes when they, they get to into my window. So. We'll see how that one goes. I think that it's a funny premise, but there's not enough. Not enough funny in it. Funny there. Okay. It, 
it needs to be much more ridiculous in order for it to be really funny. Okay, so you're saying like, like uh, the more like last week, the yeah, or drunk, yeah, <laughs> like like um, why'd you pull me pull me over? Well, I mean, it could be because I was going a few over the speed limit, um, you know, or the fact that I have a concealed firearm in my lap right now, or possibly the dead body in the trunk. Right, right. So you know, something like that. Where, every yeah, time. yeah. I think that's in in the delivery. Back. I think would be key with that because I think the appropriate amount of like pauses and letting people yeah. digest while you get... act like you're tapping on the steering wheel or something. Yeah. Uh, the body of my trunk, <laughs> uh, pretty drunk right now. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, maybe instead of like starting with the speeding ticket, you go right for the big bizarre, you know, the mm, big true, ridiculous, true. you know, I'm assuming it's cause I'm speeding and not cause of the body. Cause there's no way you could have <laughs> yeah. seen that. Like, yeah. did my trunk pop open? Or, <laughs> right. Yeah. Something that like that. Funny, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Like, really do you good. know why I pulled you over? Oh, did my trunk pop open? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you were going five over. Yeah. Oh, Oh. I just cause sometimes my, just, it comes open sometimes. So yeah. I just, did you hear it. the banging and screaming from <laughs> yeah. the trunk? I thought you couldn't hear the yelling from your car. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so now I got to rework that a little bit. Yeah, but that's good feedback, and I yeah. think it will still be a short joke. Yeah, not you know like short people, <laughs> not a midget joke. We all know they are jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. You might find this one funny. This is more of a dry, a dry joke, I guess. Dry humor, which I actually heard of funny. A funny joke from a comedian who was some. There's something about like I can make paint dry faster, and he goes like, and he, you know, he makes a blowing yeah. sound, and he's like, I guess no one likes dry humor. <laughs> that's that's yeah, funny. That's funny. Um, so this is this this joke is basically I, I was in a bookstore recently, and I heard someone ask for help finding a book on how to find the key to happiness, and I thought, if you can't find the book. <laughs> And I'm probably not going to add anything else to that. Just, just, let, it, just let it trail off yeah. and move on to something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've told you this one. I, I, I have this recurring dream that I'm a narcoleptic. <laughs> and I think I've talked about all the other ones on this podcast. So I will leave it there. Okay. Uh, those are my new jokes. I really want to get into one on signatures. And we talked about that a little bit, how signatures are just the – why do we still have them? You, why do I need to scribble my name after I just clearly wrote it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not official, so we can't read it. <laughs> okay, well, that seems. But I don't want to do that one until it's really well worked out. Otherwise, it's me doing what I just did, which is kind of like awkwardly giggling through yeah, my through. premise. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I have not signed up to do stand up like yet. Not. But I because a lot of my stuff is you a little. You saw me the first time I did it. Yeah, and I did not work through any of those jokes. It was pretty much just me being naive and not being nervous at all, and just yeah. being like, "Well, everyone will like it because I wrote them." <laughs> and I think it only worked because half of the audience were people that came to see me. Yeah, that's true. Plus, they were really drunk. Yeah, everyone was hammered. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when they have a seven drink minimum. Yeah, people tend to get a little, a little sloshy. A little. A little, they've had a few wines, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so that's stand-up sitting down. I think it's good stuff. I'm excited Thanks. to uh, uh, hear about how the show goes Get on our next episode. Maybe we can go over it and dissect it, and we can you know, make me feel bad. Yeah, that sounds great. I love to make other people feel bad. 
Um, yeah, that's something that we've talked about doing is seeing if we can record some of the live stuff and replace this segment uh, with some of your live stand-up. And I think Definitely. that's a great idea. So if we'll work towards that. out there listening does stand-up. Um, possibly while sitting down. Possibly while sitting down. Again, if you're a cripple, it's more likely. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you on and talk about it, talk about how it's going. And uh, we'd love Plug to your stuff with you. Yeah, definitely. So in this episode today, um, we're really going to be introducing a couple of new segments uh, that we're going to intersperse throughout these episodes. And so Chandler, I believe you have the new segment for today. I do. I want to say that was a... That was a great preface to this segment. <laughs> a little callback to a previous episode. Our uh, our accidentally made up superhero preface. Yeah, super villain. Super villain. Yeah, preface. Preface. He's the is lamest the comic book hero ever, but he comes before the really bad villains. Suffix. <laughs> We're thinking about making shirts. We think that would be a great. Uh, yeah, we Patreon need art gift. designs for that. Yeah, we need an art design for preface the villain. Yeah, and yeah. it would be some kind of. Dastardly yet bumbling, incompetent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty funny. All right. So, what's our new segment? Okay. So, our new segment is called "Phrase of Our Lives," and it is <laughs> it is going back to the origins of the idioms that we use so casually in our everyday conversation. Okay. For those who don't know, an idiom is not like plural for idiots or something like that. They're idiot. unintelligent people. Right. Y'all just a bunch of idioms. Y'all a bunch of idioms up in uh, Southern people don't want to say up in here. <laughs> sort of a Southern Ebonics thing I was creating there. Um, so phrase of our lives is going to go through. We're gonna we're gonna just pull um, again phrases that we use, and we're gonna look at how those phrases came to be. So we're gonna go back and look at their their origin stories, if you will. Much like preface. Much like preface. I have several here and. Before I tell you, I want you to guess what you think these are. So, okay. for example, where do you think um, – now, some of these are maybe funnier than others, but I think they're all interesting. Okay. So – I'm prepared to be bored by this, so. Prepared. <laughs> <laughs> lean back and close your uh, eyes. Yeah, no, I'm really into it. Just, yeah, just keep going. Yeah, I'm just going to close my eyes for a little while. Yeah. All right, hit me, hit me with it. Let's... You can't fall asleep. That's actually got to be great with a CPAP machine. You can't just <laughs> fall asleep at work because you die. <laughs> you think that that's great? <laughs> Sorry. It's awesome because if you just pass out from exhaustion, Guys, you you'll think... wake up dead. <laughs> Guys, you think John is sleeping? Uh, well, no, because his lungs are working normally. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, reminding me of that, that every every moment is just one <laughs> yeah, last – could true. be my last breath. <laughs> Without my, my old my CPAP life. machine. I need my old portable iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Just yeah. wanted to put that little dig Just in wanted there. to make sure that people knew that. Uh, Just wanted to, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, my body is somewhat useless and doesn't function <laughs> in the simplest capacity. Speaking of walking or running, our first phrase is one that you might think is sports related. Okay. I'm not going to tell you whether it is or not. Okay. We use it all the time, and it is go the whole nine yards. What do you whole... think? Where do you think that phrase comes from? I think it comes from the movie. The movie. The whole nine yards. <laughs> is that a movie? You thinking of the. What is that movie? Stomp the Yard? Or? No, 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 no. I, now I'm going to have to look it up. There is a movie about... Is this about, the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Um, Isn't it Adam Sandler? Oh, is it Nine Yards? Something Nine Yards? So the, the whole 
Is so if you don't know that, I'm ass- I'm assuming. Oh, you're right. It's called the whole nine yeah. yards. It's got. Uh, um, is that? It's Bruce Willis, Matthew oh, wait. Perry. So this is this completely is, different. The whole nine yards is the one. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. The whole nine yards is the one where Bruce Willis is, I think, an assassin, and he oh. lives next door to this couple in. I, I don't know. Well, then this might be related to the actual phrase. I was thinking of that Adam Sandler movie. The final. What is that movie where he's in prison and he's a professional football player? And he goes to prison, and he's um, it's something he gets to do the, with the inmates to play the guards. How am I not thinking of this? The last, the, the uh, longest, the longest yard. yard. Yes, the longest yard. So okay. anyway, this has nothing to do with that. Back to the okay. Method. So my my uh, thought is it comes from a movie with Bruce Willis from two thousand. <laughs> so you think that... the phrase did not predate two thousand? I don't know. I was, uh, let's see, 12, 12 at the okay. time. So, Well, here's where it actually comes from. During World War II, so you know this is going to be hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> fighter pilots were equipped with nine yards of ammunition. When it ran out, it meant that they had tried their best at fighting off the target with the entire, entirety of their ammunition. So basically that ammunition string or belt was nine yards. So wow. if they went the whole nine yards and yeah, they spent their entire it means you're you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, if you went the whole nine yards, it means you're out of ammunition. It means revert to the uh, the Japanese style of the kamikaze because <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's the only use. Your last weapon is now your plane. <laughs> that's what it means. Okay. And then yeah, so that's th- interesting. So that's where that phrase comes from. I always assumed it was uh, uh, a sports metaphor. Me too. I'm, I'm not super into sports but yeah it's like football neither of us are really into sports no not into the sport you didn't grow up watching it not so much my wife is much more than i am i mean we i played like soccer a little bit yeah (laughs) go crazy those buns of steel they are i mean it is pretty impressive sometimes oh yeah the way some of those guys look yeah i'd kill for a butt like that yeah oh 100 percent yeah, it is. It is funny that neither of us. I guess we played some sports, but we were never really into it. It's kind of it kind of goes along with being a little bit of a nerd. Yeah, which well, I mean, you're a huge nerd. I'm but both I'm getting there physically and uh, mentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might have another another nerd. aspect. I'm a huge nerd. Yeah. So that's our first phrase. Um, here's a second one. Okay. Break the ice. Um, now, see, we. I think this one. Okay, you explain it. You explain okay, it. so th- thinking about this seriously, what I would say it most likely has to do with is um, ships that were designed to break through ice in Antarctica or other frozen waters. Yes, that's pretty much – I mean you, you're right. Basically, yeah. so where it comes from is basically um, before we had highways and interstate systems and road transportation and we were using ships for everything – um, they would get some would get stuck, you know, during the winter they get trapped in the ice, and the country that was receiving the item. So I, I guess it's the country that it'd be closest to. So say for example, you're shipping something over to Russia or over to maybe we'll go the other way, over to Britain. <laughs> maybe not, let's not talk about Russia right now. <laughs> Collusion. Yes. So what they would do is you're you're trapped a couple miles offshore where that ice is. And, and the the Brits would send out their ships to break up the ice to receive what you're sending over to them. So we basically they're breaking the ice to receive what you know the other countries were sending to them. So that's why we tie it to like friendliness. Or, yeah. Um, okay, openness. that makes sense. Yeah. 
So yeah, it, why it wouldn't is, you just design a ship that could go through the ice? Like if you know that that's, I, I assume. Like well, why would I mean, Britain have a bunch of icebreakers? Would I assume it was because they had more than one ship? Maybe I don't know. It, it's it's one, good, wonder if the ships that come point. out of the port, port like are not made to break the, the ice either. <laughs> right. so it's just like so you can just imagine like a hundred feet of ice that they're trying to break through, and it's just like a, a traffic jam pile of just <laughs> one British ship Their after the other. Form of traffic jam was <laughs> yeah. just ships stuck in the ice. Ships that couldn't break the 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 awkward conversationalist of ships <laughs> that could not break the ice. I love it. Okay, couple more. Okay, this one's a little. This one's. Juicy. This is the boringest one. Oh. We're working our way towards the best one. Okay. All right. So, so I'm already checked out. So go what ahead. Is it, what does it mean to pull out all the stops? It probably has something to do with bath water and pulling oh, that's the plugs. A good point. I didn't think about that. Pull, it, it stems from <laughs> pulling, pulling the, the plug. plug yeah. The, <laughs> it comes. <laughs> yeah. We gotta well. pull out all the stops. <laughs> it's time for her to meet Jesus. <laughs> it's time for her to go into the great beyond. So. Is that your guess that That's, it has to do with bath water? Well, now that you said something about meeting Jesus, I think that the, the funnier analogy would be pulling, pulling, the plug. pulling the plug on people. But So it's actually less less exciting than that. It has less to, exciting than murdering your relatives? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so real quick, funny story. How does that actually work? Do you think that you, you actually are the one Physically. who goes in physic- It's just one plug that <laughs> all the machines are in a, um, a power ship. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just turn it. They reset. And now it. that it's more, yeah. Now that it's more modern, you just turn the switch off. <laughs> you just switch it off. So fun, <laughs> funny story. So my parents told us at one point that um, if they would ever get together in a tragic accident, so both my parents were on life support, which is right. I was probably like fourteen. So I'm so gl- grateful that we brought this subject up over Christmas dinner. Yeah, but exactly. uh, anyway, that my older brother, uh, I have one brother that's older, one that's younger, and then a younger sister. My older brother would be the one that's responsible for deving our um the brain is not i'm, I'm trying to make up a, the word a but i can't together? yeah i can't even do that for dividing up their oh, their divvying? stuff divvying, divvying. i know we that. got it for You're divvying great. up their stuff so that my brother's responsibility is basically you know here's the all their money and he gets to decide who gets what oh boy yeah Scrooge and McDuck. yeah exactly and my they left twelve dollars <laughs> it's so weird and he's driving up in a ferrari <laughs> what my responsibility is is i get to decide whether they live or die <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know if it's Flip just because they hate me that much more, or if it's because they think would I am actually compassionate. If... And my brother would just okay. be like, "Look at he's so Dutch." And he's like, "I could get like two thousand no, dollars if to, I pull this plug right now." While you're making that decision, because he's, he's going to be biased. He's going to be like, "You know how much money is in their bank account?" <laughs> so wouldn't this be hilarious if the doctor comes in and he goes, "You know, it's just at that point where you're going to have to." decide whether or not you know to keep them on life support and you're just you just you're like oh my goodness okay um do you have a quarter (laughs) 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 and then you take the quarter and you flip it and and you you look at the doctor and you say doc Heads or tails? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm putting this back on you, sucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's hilarious. see. Heads, they live. Tails, they die. 
Can you call it, doctor? Can yeah, you do call that it for in the me? air. It's <laughs> 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 a lamp tails at night. Hey, doc, call it in the air. Well, oh, my gosh. You know what? Maybe we should do best two out of three because we're coming up heads every time. That would be oh, that would be so part funny. of like the last rites where you get there's like your pastor or a priest in there, and you're like, you know, sometimes you just have to let go. All right, let's pull out a court. Let's flip. Yeah. You want to call it? Sometimes you need to let him go. That's right. Call it in the air, Doc. Sometimes, and that's why we're leaving this to to the Lord, aka chance. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in the hands of good old George Washington. <laughs> that idea is hilarious. Well. All right, you ready for the? Uh, we have two more. I'll do them quickly. Okay, let's let's do so, it. So here's this one's this one's kind of funny. Okay. So let the cat out of the bag. Where did that come from? I'm assuming some hillbilly uh, well, county in Kentucky. You, a little classist. Why can't rich people also put their cats in bags? <laughs> I bet it's a rich person because thing to do. Rich people have they carried them around in little satchels. I mean, I, I, well, I'm talking about for disposing of oh oh i see so you're saying they drown them yeah and so to let the oh, cat out of the bag of would be well and it's <laughs> it's it's sad but someone that i used to work for yeah, is this person in jail now no they're they're, like they're just they're like 85 they're like oh. old school way no emotions just no farmer. emotion yeah it's like, this that cat farmer has way. no utility yeah I exactly throw it under my tractor or drown <laughs> it in a bag <laughs> no and it's to me it was kind of appalling i have a cat. I have a, a sphinx, little naked cat. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a cat lover. I call it a hot, hairless sack of organs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is true. Cats, the reason why the, the sphinx are, are, are hairless is because um, their body temperature is several degrees higher than a normal cat, and it doesn't allow their hair follicles to grow in. I didn't know that. No, that's why. And they're, so they're very warm and toasty. Anyway. Yeah, so it's about it's about sacking up a bunch of cats to drown them in the lake, <laughs> and you're just letting... Uh, Letting that one cat out of the bag because either you have a soul or <laughs> or it escapes. Or it cats escapes. Cats are pretty, you know, they're they're conniving. Yeah, they're pretty wily. Can you imagine if we used a different animal that would be probably a little less like? It, it, yeah, it would be. It would change power. the. It would change it. Like if you let the snake out of the bag, or just yeah. like what? Because when you when you handle reptiles, right? You know, you have a poisonous snake, and you stick it in the bag. What? It's what? A better. I think you've just that would be a much better. better. Yeah, let, let the, the snake, snake out of the bag. bag. So yeah. you're like, oh, it's has more power than snake. Like, you let the gerbil out of the bag, <laughs> or something like that. You let the hamster out of the bag. Just or like, like you got home from Pet Supplies Plus and it escaped. You, you let the baby out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> right. So okay, here's where this actually comes from. Okay. In the olden days, <clears throat> the days of your so like back in like the 80s and 90s, back, probably <laughs> before then. Okay. Farmers would bring their suckling pigs to market. Okay. Uh, which would be this little pig you went to market, the big toe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they would bring suckling pigs to market wrapped in a bag. Unscrupulous farmers would substitute a cat for the pig. And <laughs> sometimes the cat would get out of the bag and then the deceit would be known. Wow. It would be unmasked. So this whole thing is amusing to me because it's like, okay, first of all, who doesn't open the bag to check to just, you know, because this is a known practice that people put yeah, cats but... in there. Or like why is your why pig would you meowing? buy why would you, <laughs> why would you buy something Did your pig just go meow? sight unseen like I, right. I you never do that right you think right. especially, especially for farm animals. animals where you want to make sure that they're healthy and strong yeah 
So can you imagine if they just, just like like painted painted sack of pigs painted pink? It's <laughs> like a cat. You're just like no, no, that's yeah. a pig. <laughs> that pig uh, just jumped vertically into a tree. So <laughs> that's interesting. You call the fire department and it's the old fashioned <laughs> yeah sire, and they roll up. Yeah, my my pig stuck in the tree. So the old phrase "get one's goat." Where did that came from? To get one's goat. Because do you even know what it means? It's to get someone's You're explaining like someone's attention presence. in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. Get under their skin, raise yeah. their ire, as it were. Yeah, raise their ire. That's another. <laughs> That's <laughs> another. an old timey phrase. So, what do you think? Where do you think that comes from? Get one's goat. It, it probably has to do with um, back in like biblical times, where you had shepherds mm-hmm. and their. I have no idea. I was, I was <laughs> just trying to go good. off and like, like yeah, no, make yeah. make something about, but then I'm like, those are sheep and not goats. Um, I think it's because do- goats look like the devil. Mm, okay, so to get one's goat. All right. Well, this is I, don't, I have no from. idea. Yeah, it's a good try. I don't know um, if you could hear me physically pulling that out of my ass, but <laughs> I that's could, I uh, could hear it. You know, the, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, it's actually a horse racing term. Nervous horses could be calmed down by placing a goat into the stall with them. I don't know why. If you just, if I was like in the bathroom having a panic attack and you just open the door and shove the goat <laughs> like in there, goat it would not that. calm me down. <laughs> um, so dastardly rival horse owners would sometimes steal the goat out of the stall, upsetting the horse, and it would be more likely to lose the race. Do you think that the goats are like the like the chill kind of funny stone guy yeah, in the like room? Yeah, it's like the weed animal. It's like, hey, what's hey, what's up, bro? Hey, yeah, I'm it's just all, gonna, it's gonna be it's, it's all gonna fine, be cool. Man. Hey, let me tell you a joke here, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. just, that's really interesting. It wouldn't call me down, but I I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, last one. Okay. Balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Is it something to do with racquetball? Something that was a very polite guess. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing. There's something to do about with placing one's testicles. Well, see, uh, typically this phrase is used to mean um, daring, brash, yeah, um, forward, all in. Yeah, all in. Exactly. Yeah. That might be the best. They just made like a fisting motion. You won't go any further than that. All so, in. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what it, it comes from. Aviation, actually. It's an aviation term. Oh, so, so another can, aviation term. Okay. Yes. So if you can envision um, these – the old levers, like a throttle lever, mm-hmm. and on top of those throttle lever levers, uh, it was a ball on top of that lever. It's so, almost like a, uh, a shifter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just okay. like a um, – like that or like an old like – it's a joystick basically. That's okay. where we get those from. So the, they would say, okay – Balls to the wall, you're pushing that throttle stick all the way forward, and you know. So basically, you're all in. You've your max speed. You're you're going as fast as you can. Um, so balls to the wall is an old aviation term from sort of mid century, mid twentieth century. Wow, that's so, really cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's where it comes from. You can now use it in an educated sense <laughs> and uh, be better than everyone else around you. Or instead of using it yourself, you can just talk Black down people. to the people yeah. that use it incorrectly yeah. there's, a, there's a really good joke i like that's like um uh it's, it's, the guy's explaining something to someone in the, the crowd this is it from a famous comedian but he's like uh, i don't mean to be condescending um or you know, he goes uh, it starts out don't be so uh patronizing and, and the guy's like well okay first of all it's 
patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be condescending. Condescending means I'm talking down to you. Like, <laughs> like he basically goes through and he's like correcting their pronunciation, <laughs> making sure they understand what the words mean, which of course are all patronizing and condescending. So that's really good. Anyway, so, so that's our that's our new segment. Eyes. Yeah. All right. So ready we have this? we have another new are segment. You ready? Are, are you ready? Bum 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 bum. We're doing two different. <laughs> <songs>. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're clearly not ready. No, we we have. Never been less ready. Uh, so we have another new uh, segment uh, called Hacksidents. Hacksidents, accidental way to make your life a little better. Exactly. So these are tried and true methods of, um, you know, making your life simpler through small little life hacks. That's right. So I'm just going to give us a few today. This is going to be short. Okay. Uh, so here's what we have. Uh, if you have gum in your hair, mm-hmm. um, try using a brick to scrape it off. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's ingenious. Sounds like it might work or yeah. – or it could just hurt. But either way, <laughs> uh, you probably won't get gum in your hair again. If you uh, if you put a banana in your front pocket, it will keep it from getting smashed when you sit down. So that's a useful little tip. That is very useful. Uh, someone here recommended a low cost way of putting um, smoke alarms around your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just um, you hang uh, Jiffy Pop uh, makers from from, from this yeah from, from the, the wall from the ceiling yeah. yeah so then if you just you, you you will not only be woken up by the auditory pop, 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 popcorn but you will you will smell the butter that's right grab your spare cash your dog maybe the kids eat some popcorn on out. the way out i do like the thought that <laughs> that the fire truck pulls up and you're eating <laughs> <laughs> save my life <laughs> It's it's also a more pleasant way to wake up to a fire because you know a, when you it's wake a up and you're morning, if you will. <laughs> you know when you wake up and um, you know maybe it's a special day like your birthday right. and your mom's making your favorite breakfast so these aromas are like mm, drifting you into your nostrils. Yeah, and it's like you hear the quiet birds. You'd hear the quiet pop, 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 and right. the increasing noise would slowly wake you up and you smell the butter and you're just like, my house is on fire. I uh, I really like that. So I have a couple more here. Okay. Um, to sound younger, yep. Uh, start a question with "How come?" instead of "Why." <laughs> My son does that all the time. Yeah, so just you know, it makes you sound a little more youthful, a little more hip. Yeah, I think is nice. Um, if it's taking too long to boil water, yeah, um, just try waiting a little bit longer. Um, it's probably pretty close to boiling. So that's just a little that's a tip there. Pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, I think that's helpful. Uh, when you're driving at night. Um, you can try wearing sunglasses to avoid being blinded by the oncoming headlights of other cars. You know, that is ingenious. I'm going to have to try that tonight. Yeah. Because I, I always get bothered. The worst is when it's raining, so everything's glaring. Yeah. Get it's, some it polarized, is hard to see. polarized sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree with you. Um, so here's the last one. I think this one's probably one of the best that we have. Okay. Uh, so, so don't throw away your old plastic bags. Okay. Okay. Uh, Use them to store your old plastic bags that you haven't thrown away. I literally do this. Yeah, it's me a too. lifesaver. I, I, I have bags of just filled with bags of bags. Yeah. yeah. So and it's great because then when I get more bags, I already have the bags there to store the bags. Store the bags, and what what happens when you run out of space in that bag is you can just pull it back out and use that bag to put more bags in. Oh, that that's a really good point. Yeah. I like. That's, it's like dude, a self-contained brilliant. ecosystem. It continually supports itself. It is. This is awesome. Well, this has been Hacksidents, Accidental Way to Make Your Life a Little Easier. Awesome. 
All right, so we are starting uh, another new segment this week where we are going to be relying on our man in the street, so to speak, or maybe even better yet, our man in the woods, yeah. to help us come up with ideas for these local lists. It would be helpful if feet I could talk. Feet in the trees, maybe. The man, yeah, feet the, the feet, feet in the trees. So someone that can help us um, come up with these ideas for our, our main stories that we usually do. Uh, so someone that has some experience. He's a freelance journalist yep someone that we can trust that he just has a lot of uh, knowledge in these areas yeah and a blend uh, of uh, you know low use of uh, psychotropic drugs but also good grammar it's exactly it's what we're looking for exactly and so we're i think we're going to call this um this segment saint it with cletus that's right uh so cletus is our is our feet in the trees from rural south he actually yep. won't tell us what state he's in in case uh, i think he said in case the government tries to you know, find him and uh, take away his rights. So yeah. um, we don't I, know exactly where he's based. I, I think that he had made reference as well as to living out of the back of a uh, pickup camper. Mm. And so the possibility is that he – calls it a mobile home, he, which is fair. Yeah, it, it is mobile and it is a home. Um, it's more or less just a truck topper with a mattress in the back. But I think it fits his lifestyle of constantly roving the country – uh, searching for these mythic beasts and trying to understand them. Yeah, so it's a nomadic lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. So we we he's actually on the phone with us, right? yeah he's calling him right now. Hold on, let me uh, patch him in. Uh, can you can you hear us, Cletus? Are you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, hey, how's it going? Glad, thank you so much for joining us, and we're really excited to hear what you have to say today. Well, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Uh, my irritable bowel syndrome is acting up a little bit, so if I cut out, it's just because I'm trying to. Hold something in, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, all right. No, we definitely understand. Um, I don't think, Chandler, we probably don't need to have that on the radio. But No, uh, it's, we don't really that's need a, that, We don't need the information, on. but that's okay. Um, so, anyway, what uh, cryptozoological creature... You gotta use shorter words. I don't really know about them long words. Okay. I've been to the zoo once or twice. I ain't never seen no crypto. Isn't that what they call a gang member? Crypto. The cryptos and the uh, bloods. No, we're talking about um, myth. How about mythical creatures? Well, I'll tell you something weird I seen the other day when I was down by the lake. Now, I was fishing either for dinner or for some recyclables. It don't matter to me either way, because either way I get paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm down there fishing. It's starting to get dark. Problem is, I don't see good in the dark because some drugs start kicking in. Wait, the drugs? What? Well, I'm on a few different medications. I got okay, so they're like prescription drugs like from your, from your well, doctor? Well, I don't have a doctor, but I do prescribe them to myself. See? Okay. If I don't trust the medical industrial complex, give me what I need to get through my night terrors. Night terrors, okay. The, did you say medical industrial complex? Well, that's the way I like to think of it. It's all, it's all giant business. So, anyways, I was down by the lake. It started to get dark, see? And when it gets dark, I don't see, I don't see well. That's when my medication starts kicking in. I only use the most natural kind of medication, so that would be marijuana. I also use some type of edible things like mushrooms and other such, such accoutrements you find out in the woods. Okay, so um, we're talking uh, psychedelics then, to be, to be clear. Well, I wouldn't say I'm psychedelic necessarily, but sometimes I can tell what's going to happen in the future. Wow, that's a, that's pretty impressive. Well, thank you. 
So anyways, like I was saying, I was out there down there fishing. I'd caught me a couple cans already, but I was just I was just about to run out of hot dog for fishing. Uh, then I, and I'm looking around, and I see something weird coming out of the mist. Okay. Okay. So we're down by the lake. You're you're using hot dogs to fish out uh, recyclable cans. Well, no, I'm not fishing for the cans. See, but if it do so happen that I happen to catch a couple cans, I can put all them together, bring them down to the local food line, and turn them in for you know for recyclable monies from the government, from the from government to government. So okay, so you're catching some cans. Sounds like you were. Well on your way to uh, some kind Possibly of value a, meal. A, a, yeah, a couple of, maybe a dollar, two sure head down to the local White Castle or wherever, you know, you like to eat. Well, I don't necessarily like to eat a White Castle every day, but it is just one of those things on a special Sunday. I do like to go down and eat at White Castle because I tell you, it's good. So that's that's like a like a special special dinner for Oh, you. I tell you, that's real special. Sometimes I go in there, I get some hamburgers. And, um, you know, I told you about my irritable bowel syndrome. I can't say it's great for that, but my homemade remedies do work pretty good for stopping up. I I feel like I'm getting off track here. (laughs) All right, so we're down by the woods. You're under the influence of several different kinds of drugs, and then you see something in the mist. That's right. So I seen something come right out of the mist. Well, I don't know if it was mist so much as it maybe was just steam from the old factory across the lake. But it looks like mist to me, so this is what I'm working with. I'm just trying to tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth, see? What I did was I seen something coming up, and it looked like some, it looked like maybe some kind of hyena or maybe a, a large dog, maybe something like that. But the head don't look like no dog I ever seen. And I've seen a lot of dogs, because you know how we are. I got 34 to myself. 30, you have 34 dogs? No, 30 or 30 or 40 dogs myself. But that's a lot of dogs. Um, yeah, um, are you like a collector or? Well, it's weird. You know, they just keep making them themselves. You know, I'll come out every once in a while. There's just more of them out there in the pen. So it's like a, a dog factory. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's factory so much as just it just happens. It's just Mother Nature just taking its course, making more dogs. Now I sold some of them off to my cousin Daryl, and he got twenty or thirty himself. So he don't need no more from me. So I've seen this. So I know what them dogs look like, and I've seen this coming up out the mist or steam or whatever it is, and I tell you, it looked right darn weird. It got the head of a, I, I don't know, it looked almost like a man head, but it got the body of a dog. Wow, so a man head and the body of a dog. It almost sounds like a reverse werewolf. But that's interesting there. That's, that's, that's interesting there. That might be what it is. It might be that maybe at some point in the past, under the under the sin curse of the earth, you know, a man lay with beast, and this come out somewhere on the other side. I don't okay, know. Okay, so that's um. I've never done that. Don't misinterpret it in my words. I only once. I never only. I never done. I've never done that. Okay, so you're saying you saw a a beast that looked like a dog with a man's head, so like a dog centaur of some kind, uh, a mixed creature. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe what happened is when you have a, a rabid human being that bites a dog instead of vice versa where it becomes... No, my cousin Daryl did get his rabies shot. 
shot, so he don't have rabies no more. But he did have the rabies for a while, for a while, and it's gone now. So I seen this thing coming out, and I, I thought, I better chase this. So what I do is I pull in my pole, I reel it in, I hike on my pants, because, you know, it's nighttime. I'm doing my night poop at that time, about that time of night. And I try to chase after it. Unfortunately, I forget. I only pulled up my underwear. My jeans is still around my ankles. I trip, I hit my head. Next thing I know, I'm unconscious. I wake up about 14, 16 hours later after after my medication wear off. Okay, okay, I'm following. And I seen some tracks down by a lake, and it looked like maybe some wolf tracks to me. And I go and ask Daryl, now Daryl, you see anything weird down by the lake last night? And uh, he also on some medication. And so he say, he say he's seen something weird as well. And, uh, and that's about all we got for you today. I, that's all I got. Do you think that uh, possibly this, this dog with a man's head could look a little weird because you were on medication? Is that a possibility? Or? Well, that's a possibility. I don't know about that. Maybe. I do see sometimes some weird things. I like to call them spiritual experiences because I do feel closer to the, to the whole earth and to God when I'm on my medications. They're all natural. That makes me feel closer to the environment. I tell you what, though, I do got to go, for sure. My government checks here, and I got to get down to the bank before we close. Okay, well, thank you so much, Cletus, for uh, sharing that story with us. And, you know, I think it sounds a little bit like uh, you could have seen a dog man, which is uh, something that we want to talk about on an upcoming episode here. So you've given us a little bit of insight, and I think that that sounds like a great idea for our next podcast yeah this has been this has been interesting we've learned a lot about really interesting uh you know cletus's life and, and about to... controlled substances and what they can do for you absolutely well it's just been our sort of uh feed in the trees <laughs> like, <to say. laughs> like to call it all right hey cletus thank you so much uh we'll let you go now but um we will give you a call back in uh, a couple of weeks and see if you have another story for us okay all right well i surely do appreciate it if Government calls you, tell them you don't know nothing about anyone. I'm Cletus, all right, and y'all take care. All right, thanks, Cletus. Bye. All right, so that was pretty interesting. Um, I'd say so. What do you think? You think that uh, I, I've heard of a dog man? I don't think it was necessarily a dog body and a man's head. I think it was closer to a uh, dog's head with a hairy but more upright, like a man body. It was almost yeah. reverse of what he said. I think. I think everything Cletus says should be taken with a grain of salt and and 10 years of therapy. Yeah, okay. Or maybe um, next time we should just take uh, some edibles along with him as he describes it to see if that makes a difference. High in the sky. I like it. <laughs> well, that's all we have for our show. Join us next time we discuss more things and stuff in the form of conversations, a little comedy, and a little conspiracy. 